straight down the middle. It went straight down the middle. And welcome back to Golf Talk Seattle, your local golf show here on Sports Radio 950 KJR. I remain your ever humble caddy, Josh Kearns. And, uh, you know, our golf season, God, it's hard to believe, already end of August, the season's winding down. So now is the time to start looking for, well, trips for not only the winter, but looking ahead to next year. You know, you want to go on a bucket list trip. Well, you got to plan for that uh, sometimes a year in advance. And I just got my copy of Pacific Northwest Golfer, Northwest's most trusted source of golf information from the Pacific Northwest Golf Association. If you are a member, you have a handicap of the WSGA. You're also a member of the PNGA. And you also that way get the magazine every quarter published uh, in large part by our good friend Tom Cade who is the senior director of communications for the PNGA and one of the things Tom does in service to all of us it's very selfless very benevolent is he puts together these fabulous trips uh, I mean certainly bucket listers and uh, Tom I, I you know I looked through the magazine on page one basically or page two depending on how you number it is a trip to England and I'm still mad at you for the trip to Ireland or two last year and all these great trips. Uh, you've got a couple of great trips that you're putting together for next year. And first of all, happy end of summer, I guess. Yeah, happy end of summer. And it's actually been a pretty good summer, although it seems very short. I can't believe it's middle of August already. Yeah, no kidding. So as you look ahead, then, you're always, you know, cooking up great stuff, services for the members. And one of the things that I've always been envious of, but I also love and I love talking about are these just incredible vacations that you put together for golfers to some of the most incredible golf destinations in the British Isles. And you've got a couple of great ones on tap for next year. We do. Yeah, we have a couple of them. Uh, One is to Northwest England in may of 2020 and uh, we call it the playing the royal courses because you're going to play the royal birkdale royal uh, lytham and st anne's and royal liverpool as well as two other great courses and uh you know those are the those three the royal courses on the on the british open uh, rota and so it's going to be a great trip and the other trip is uh to northern ireland and of course the highlight of that trip was going to be royal uh, port rush and uh, we're excited that just uh, recently completed the British Open last month. And uh, the other course there, the big course there, is Royal County Down, which right now is ranked number one course on planet Earth. And uh, it's even ahead of, you know, per, uh, Pebble Beach, uh, Pine Valley, Augusta National. So it's a couple of really great trips lined up. Yeah, absolutely. So what makes you decide on a destination and how do you put together an itinerary for these? I mean, again, I mentioned your benevolence, your total selflessness in going over to the UK and organizing these and you work with Sullivan Golf Travel. But how do you decide in your great selflessness uh, how, you know, which courses make it to a PNGA trip? Yeah, it's not entirely altruistic, I must confess. about playing these rough and tumble courses 
these great royal courses in, in interesting weather and going afterwards to the pub and, and having a bite and a, and a pint. And it's something that really appeals to people. And they, we've had people go on three and four of these trips over the last few years. But uh, to your question about how we decide these itineraries, that's kind of why we have partnered, yeah, with the Sullivan Golf and Travel. He's based out of Dublin in Ireland. And I kind of rely on some of his expertise. He gives me some suggestions. Uh, we come up with some ideas, uh, what would be appealing. Uh, um, and, you know, we, we tick off all the boxes that people would want to go to, uh, the, the areas, the, um, the sites, the Cliffs of Moher in Ireland, the, you know, <laughs> the Giant's Causeway in Northern Ireland. These are really, really ancient, great places to go to. So it's not just the golf. It's, uh, it's everything else around it. Yeah. Well, and I love uh, you guys. You know, one of the things that I would find very appealing one of these years, I'm going to figure out how to also be incredibly altruistic and selfless and and go on one of these trips. But, um, you know, is that everything is taken care of. It's not just like, okay, you're at the golf course. Now you're in the UK. Have fun. We'll see you in a week Uh, that you guys take care of everything basically from. Pick up at the airport, uh, all the way, you know, the shuttles all around in a luxury coach, meals, hotel, and everything. So all you got to worry about is uh, playing golf. That's that's right. Um, I've I've been on a trip over there myself just to go on my on my own, and yeah, it's all, it's all doable. But it's it's a lot of planning. It's a lot of logistics. It's a lot of you know arranging. It's a lot of reservations, and you're dealing with foreign currency and foreign you know, just long distances, it's eight hour time difference. Uh, so there's a lot of logistics involved in, in, in planning a trip. So yeah, with, with this Sullivan golf and travel and with us, uh, you, it's, it's basically, you, you head a fantasy reservation. And then once you're on the ground there, everything is taken care of. And that also is very appealing to people. They don't have to worry about all that stuff. Yeah. Tell me about you and I have talked about this over the years, but for those who have never played true links golf, uh, I'm sorry, but based on everything I've read and heard that, you know, as much as I love Chambers Bay, for example, or Gamble Sands, it, it, it's a totally different world over there, isn't it? It is a different world. Yeah, I, they're, they're, uh, I think, and this is my own opinion, but I think Lynx golf is, is very forgiving because the ball just runs forever. You can run the ball up on the green. If, if you don't hit, you know, 300-yard drives, it, it doesn't matter over there. They call it the ground game over there, where the air uh, the, in the U.S. it's called the air game, because you're just throwing darts everywhere. But over there, you're hitting it on the ground, and the ball runs. You know, I, if I had if I had a drive, typically 175 yards or 200 yards, I can reach par fours no problem because the ball just goes. Because my second shot will I can run it up there. I don't have to fly it anywhere. I can run it up, and that's really what links golf is about. So I think links golf is very forgiving and very much more enjoyable for those average golfers, really. Okay, yeah, but for the record, uh, your average drive is a little more than 200 yards. Uh, so just I want people to know you're actually you're a, a little bit better player than that, Tom. So, but nice job sort of, you know, your your false modesty is, is truly, uh, uh, again, you're just a, a man of the people. Uh, <laughs> I am. False humility, that's for sure. All right, so we got these. You're going to England May 9th through 16th, um, and but you're also now. I'm looking at the the itinerary. So two trips going concurrently. So you've also have the Irish trip is the the same time, right? They are the, the exact same week, and we're we're what we're doing is we're tr- kind of trimming down the numbers in each trip. So we typically take about 35 to 40 people on each trip. 
but for these two trips, we're only taking 20 people per, per, per trip. And we, we combined them just because of, there was so much appeal for this Northern Ireland trip because of Royal Port Rush, because of the British Open just being held there. And we had the England trip already lined up. And uh, so now we're, we're doing both of these trips at the same time. And actually, they're both, a lot, uh, we've had a lot of interest in both trips, so it's not going to be a problem filling them up. We're talking to Tom Cade, the PNGA's Senior Director of Communications. Two great trips, one to Northwest England, the other to Ireland, May 19th through the, or May 9th through the 16th of next year. And uh, Tom, I mean, the, the, the deal, I mean, certainly it says not dirt cheap, but I mean, I look at how much my wife and daughter and I spent going over to Europe ourselves just to go to Europe for 10 days this summer. And the price on this is is really incredible considering all that you get. Um, tell folks what, you know, if they come along on one of these trips, what the whole package looks like. Uh, sure. Yeah. Once you're on the ground there, you've got uh, seven nights of luxury accommodations. And I, I've been in some of these hotels because I have to help them set it up. Again, that's my altruistic side coming out. But uh the, they're, they're four-star hotel accommodations. You have uh, luxury chauffeur-driven transfers throughout the entire trip. Um, you've got welcome gifts. You've got uh, full English uh, English breakfast every day or full Irish breakfast every day. You've got two uh, 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 four-course meals, dinners, uh, the welcome dinner and farewell dinner, uh, receptions, uh, kind of the whole thing, yeah, from, from that one on. Yeah, and, and again, you know, back to most important, though, is, I mean, you've got courses that are in the open rota, uh, including Portrush on the Irish trip there. And, and the one thing, though, for me is, you know, I've been on some golf trips like to New Zealand where we didn't do anything but play golf. And in retrospect, I would have loved to have had a little time to at least do a tiny bit of sightseeing. Do you guys build in some time so that people can at least see the castle that's nearby or, or some of the other sites of this Maybe I'm sure in some cases this may be the only time that somebody ever gets over to the UK in their lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two things about that: uh, we we used to do six rounds of golf on these trips, and we had a lot of people say, you know, it's just too much golf because we want to see some things. So we trimmed it down to five golf courses. Uh, people can still play six if they want to, but it's basically five. And now they have an extra day or two to go sightseeing. And also, we have a non-golfer itinerary. If someone's bringing a spouse along who doesn't play golf, there we have an itinerary already set up for them as well. And they basically have a, a driver on call for them every day. So yeah, if there's a castle down the road there they want to go see, they can go see it. If they want to go see the Cliffs of Moher in Ireland, they can go see it. So yeah, all, all kinds of stuff to do uh, in these uh, great ancient places. All right. So of these on the list, um, you know, if you were to say, oh, my God, you have to play X, Y and Z. I mean, I look at like Royal Litham and St. Anne's, which uh, St. Anne's, which has had the open 11 times. You've got the second oldest seaside course in England, the third Royal Birkdale, third uh, oldest uh, or the third ranked in all of England. Then on the Irish side, we mentioned Portrush and Royal County Down and. You know, can you even pick like one or two as standouts? Or are they all just exceptional? Well, the, in the England trip, yeah, the, the Royal courses just you, you can't beat them. You just they're just beautiful golf courses. Uh, the other two courses on that trip, Formby and Hillside, uh, those we pick those because uh, when people go there, uh, all of the locals to them, you ask them, and they say those two courses are the courses you want to play. 
So you know, we'll, we'll wait and see when we get there. But yeah, those are evidently are, are spectacular. Over in Northern Ireland, of course, yeah, there's the Royal Port Rush. But again, Royal County Down, number one course in the world. We have Ard Glass Golf Club, which has the uh, oldest golf clubhouse uh, on earth. Basically, it's it's like a, a built on the um, into a side of a castle, which is about 600 years old. Uh, and I've been there. I've seen that. It's it's true. It's a pretty amazing place. So yeah, th- those those courses I think are just there. They can't miss. You 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 gotta you gotta see them and you gotta play them. Absolutely. Right on. Okay, so if people want to learn more, they want to talk to you directly about it. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, they can t- call me. I give my phone number over the phone or the radio. I can do that. Uh, if you want to call me, it's two five three two one four two nine one eight, or just go to our website. All the information is on our website, and that's www.thepnga.org. Cool, and it's tom.k.thepnga.org as well. Um, well, I, I can't thank you enough for your service to the community, to the game of golf, Tom, for having sacrificed so much, traveling so far to curate these experiences. It's a lot of hard work. I know. I've got to do it, though. Well, I, I hope people will avail themselves of it. I mean, and again, you know, in full transparency, we have been partnered all year long on Golf Talk Seattle. Uh, I love working with you guys, everybody at the PNGA, the WSGA. And these kinds of things, while it's not member only, but this is what you're, that, you know, that minimal amount that we pay for our handicaps every year goes back to to fund the magazine all of the Grow the Game initiatives, but also your ability to come up with pricing for trips like this and put together these kinds of things that the average Joe, if you called a travel agent, there's no way you could put this together. So it's really cool that people can do that. Yeah, it, it is kind of cool. And it's really a simple thing to do. I mean, you can just go down to your local driving range and get a handicap and suddenly you're a PNGA member. So it's a, it's an easy thing to do, absolutely. Right on. Tom Cades, the Senior Director of Communications at the PNGA. And again, just go to www.thepnga.org or you can email Tom, tom.cade at thepnga.org. And if you do have your Pacific Northwest Golfer magazine handy, maybe you sort of blew by that as, you know, you were uh, when you got it or you haven't quite gotten to the bathroom yet to read. That's I won't mention, Tom, that's where I read most of your work. Um, I guess I just did. Anyway, but yeah, it's right there in the magazine on page two and then on the back cover, so more information there. And uh, Tom, thank you very much as always, and uh, we will just connect soon. Yeah, you bet. Thank you, Josh. This is Golf Talk Seattle with Josh Kearns on Sports Radio 950 KJR. Hey, Dick Fan here. For years, I wanted to belong to a golf club, but a couple things were holding me back. First, the price. I couldn't pay 10 to 15 grand to join a club and 600 bucks a month. I work in radio. Secondly, even if I did find one I could afford, would it be nice enough and convenient enough for me to use? Then I found the Holy Grail, Glen Acres Golf Club. Talk about affordable. You can be a full-fledged member like me for as low as $229 a month, and their sunset membership which gives you unlimited twilight golf seven days a week is only 129 check them out right now at glenacresgolf.com with health and fitness all the rage in golf these days there are plenty of people claiming to be golf trainers and doctors but dr harry sesse at golfletica in bellevue is the only certified chiropractic sports physician who actually works on tour with top pga pros if he can keep tour winners like john rom andrew putnam and others playing and moving their best he'll be amazed what doc and the team at golfletica can do for you thanks to their special programs classes treatments 
and training, you'll play stronger, minimize or eliminate your aches and pains, and better able to enjoy golf in life. Check out golfletica.com in Bellevue today. 